Are ye a listener of the pod? Like and subscribe on ye olde iTunes store. Judge the Discord not, for we are at war. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Ballin' Out Super! He's doing it. Beep, beep. <laughs> All aboard. Um, we're your hosts um, here every week. Uh, I, subbing in for your gregarious leading man, Jeremy Hammond, is Alex Patak. The clowns have seized the circus, and they're doing with it what they please. Beep, beep. I am joined by my gregarious co-host, as always, Katie Rosleon. It's so good to be here in the not-anime room, being a gregarious clown. Yes, gregarious. It's our word of the day. Flip your calendar, gregarious. I see it on my uh, vocab of the day calendar right here. I've circled it, and I will use it in a sentence. Gregarious is next to nuance. Yesterday's word, nuance. (laughs) We're joined today by a very special guest, host of the Bechdel Cast podcast and the My Year in Mensa podcast, the one and only comedy phenomenon, Jamie Loftus. Jamie, welcome to the show. Hi, thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. Thank you. We should... uh... (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) <laughs> we should uh, preface that this is our first time using internet technology to bring the three of us together, yet existing on different planes of reality. So keep this that is my on. first time seeing electricity. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's going pretty well so far. Uh, Jamie, today we watched Inuyasha, yeah, the show about a boy who is a dog. What are your first thoughts on the subject? I didn't know. I didn't know any. I knew like all my cousins or some of my cousins watched Inuyasha. I didn't know that he was a dog boy. I knew that he it's was even dog the name of the show. Is is that what it translates to? I yeah, it's like, dog boy. Dog. Boy. I didn't okay. know that. I see. All I knew about Inuyasha is that he was hot. But do you know why he's hot? It's because it's because he's a dog. He's because he's a dog. You want to pet him, but he's a boy. He's a dog, but he's like a human man who will like neg you. It's like he wants to roll over, and he doesn't listen to your rules. He's a dog boy. Right? He's he's a demon dog boy, and he's a bad boy who like acts like he's not really that interested in you, but like you're special to him, and that's why. It, like, ticked every box of, like, sexy teen and then just threw dog on it. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. As I said in one of our other podcasts, 2020 truly is the year of the furries. It's furry year, yeah. We're really This was a great way to start. Yeah. Yeah, this is, like, ahead of the... This is, what, like... When did this come out? Like, late 90s? Early 2000? Yeah. 90-something. Okay. I'm not looking it up. 2000. Like 1999. Really ahead of the furry curve. Or maybe America is like really behind on it. I would say it that would... Japan has where's the market on furry properties. <laughs> and they were decades ahead of us in the furry market. Right. If there's one country ahead of the curve on that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna st- I'm gonna I'm gonna be Jeremy for twenty minutes of this show and lead this discussion. Let's do it. Ooh, Jamie. Very yes. Thank you. This is a big deal for me. 
Do I get to be Alex then? Yeah, you have to do twice as many stupid things. Okay. Um, yeah. No, just keep I'm it not. Up. Who am I? Who am I? Who am I? I... Um, you could be Katie, and Katie will be Alex. Okay, good. <laughs> Sounds great. Yeah. And I'll be the kindly neighbor boy. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, I'm Jeremy. Okay. Jamie, thanks for coming on the show. What kind of nerd were you growing up? Um, where I was, I was a musical theater nerd. I was a book nerd. I was not an anime nerd. I really tried though. I like, I, I dabbled in all sorts of nerd. I, I was in band. I was like in school paper. I just fucking sucked. And I was like, and I, I sucked in a wide variety of ways. Um, but I did make an honest effort like early in high school to like ingratiate myself in the anime kid community. And I like, I truly couldn't hack it. You couldn't hack it? What does that mean? I mean that like, I don't know, like his, like it, they, they were a very nice clique and I, I made friends with one of them in algebra class. So I like became friends with Ashley Godinas and she had like an Inuyasha shirt. She had like books, she had everything. And she invited me to like sit with them at lunch and I didn't match them aesthetically, really. I didn't like, but I wanted to because they were cool and they were nice and they were talking about really specific things that I felt stupid that I didn't understand. So I tried to like fit in and I like read Fruits Basket. I read, like was really- Oh making, shit. Yeah, I even read Fruits Basket like issues or like volumes wow. one through like 25. I really wanted to make it work. I got a Jack Skellington hoodie. I really wanted to do it. <laughs> Fruits Basket is not casual either. That was like the deep end. Yeah, I went like full, f full like Hot Topic clearance rack for these kids. And they just, everyone, <laughs> it was just like in the air. I just like didn't, didn't fit in. I couldn't catch up on the shows. I didn't like, and so it just was like an unspoken like, she's not one of us. And then I just sort of remained friends. But I was never at like anime kit parties or events or hangs like they just knew i couldn't I, I did a similar thing trying to fit in with the juggalo kids and they were also very polite about being like this isn't gonna <laughs> that's so these funny. are two very insular communities of just people who did not fit in anywhere and also will not let you fit in if you don't exactly hit their parameters it's too bad too because they're both like very they were both very pure like teen like young teen squad like it would have it, it would have improved my life to to have known them uh, better. But... I, I disagree. I'm. <laughs> you got a Jack Skellington hoodie out of it. What art do you want? It's true. I did like I, and then I kind of just like went back to band and was like, I guess I accept my station. I challenged my station in life, and then was sort of met with uh, a hard no in a few different places. <laughs> and I mean, the Juggalo kids were also so nice, and they had like these hacky sack circles. And I was wearing a back brace, so I couldn't really participate. And they're like, well, that's kind of all we do. So you can't really, uh, you can't we're really like, We're like the same age-ish. And you're also from Massachusetts, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I feel like there were, the juggalo circles were much weaker at my school. They had none, like maybe half of the power level of the anime circles. <laughs> so I grew up on Long Island. And so juggalos weren't really a thing, but we did have like stoner punks by the rock. And I feel like that's the equivalent that we oh, had. Oh, we had stoner punks, but they didn't have the leadership that they needed huh. to join the Twisted Carnival. <laughs> right. Like they're, 
with the with the jugglers, there was always a leader and there was always a goal. I think it was because this would have been like freshman year of high school, so you're kind of dealing with the JV squad of jugglers. So they're just kind of warming up, you know. They're just learning the lyrics. They're playing hacky sack. And then maybe when they're a junior, they'll get a shot at, at some real shit. I never got that far. I think we all remember when you, you know, you graduate to the next level of Juggalo school and they give you your honorary Fago. It's a big, oh, yeah. it's a big deal. You, you get purple. Sometimes you get orange. You're like, this, this is, I'm orange. This is who I am. <laughs> but yeah, I made, I made a real effort and I, and I just never, never got into it in the right way, I guess. I understand. Did you like any of the stuff you were reading? Was it more than just like your desire to hang out with the strangest kids in the school? I don't know. I think like with anime, I, I'm just, I think I've never found the right point of entry for me because it like, I like everything about it. Like I like how like high concept and fucking weird it gets. I like how horny it is. Like there's no reason that I shouldn't be really into it. And I just never found the right one when I was younger that it was like, Oh, I'm in all like I was, I was trying to find it and I didn't find it. I just really love this narrative of like really trying to be like a freaky deaky weird kid with your freaky deaky like friends and then just like not being able to be weird enough. It's just like the opposite of all the other stories we normally hear where it was like, I kept my anime love a secret shame. Oh man, I thought it was like, I think it was like in the in like the the world of different kinds of like losers you could be when you're 14 that was like a higher end to me it felt more sophisticated or something um <laughs> the hair was high tier yeah the hair was good i liked the aesthetic of it but it didn't like i i wore a back brace so not a lot of stuff fit me so it was just like there i just wasn't built for it i wish i had been yeah. i wonder how my life would be different so where did you end up then in the social circle? If anime didn't work out and juggaloing didn't work out, did you do like theater? Did you have like a back, back brace gang that snapped around town? No, no, but I, I did. I mean, I ended up doing like theater and then I did band and dance. And those were, those were, and then my cousins, like really, I mostly just hung out with my cousins. Uh, Cause there was yeah, a lot I did of cousins mostly. <laughs> I mostly just uh, hired friends internally, just ones that I already knew. <laughs> what are you? You're my mom's sister's kid. You're promoted. Right. Welcome, Welcome to the finest. team. <laughs> it, was like, it was like band in my cousins is about where it landed. Man, that whips ass. <laughs> so uh, coming into this, did you have like when's the last time you dabbled in the dark arts? Like, has it been decades since you've uh, watched any anime? What were your your like? Were you anxious to experience? Do you sometimes it? see like a Daft Punk video and you think, "What if?" <laughs> it's been a long time. It's been it's definitely been at least a decade since I've tried to. But then I don't even know. I mean, there was but but I feel like in the past year there have been more people. Just I've I've felt its siren call stronger than usual. I've had a few different people who were like, oh, why don't you know, that seems like something that you would get too into. How have you not even seen most of it? So it's, yeah, I don't know. Huh. I, I, I still haven't like gone whole hog on it, but it feels like for some reason it's been feeling more urgent this past year. More people have been bringing it up. First of all, I, I don't know, like... It's slightly offensive to me when someone says, like, you would get too into that. It'd be like, mind your own business. <laughs> you know. seem like a complete reject. You know what you would enjoy. But right. 
I think but usually the, when people say that, like, I, or when people that know me say that, they're they're rarely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe part of it is that the siren calls getting louder. Is that as the world around us burns to the ground, you want to immerse yourself in entertainment that you can binge and learn about and completely remove yourself from reality. And you want to do the Kagome move yeah. where you fall down the well and you're like, oh, oh yeah. it's just trees. And oh, no. The more sad and depressed I am, the further down the well I go. That's why I'm watching so much anime right now because I'm like, it's winter and I'm adjusting to meds. Let's go. Girl, you had the bottom of the well. <laughs> I'm at the there. Of the well. Just you in a centipede woman's arm. Oh, hold <laughs> me closer. Spoiler for the show. Wait for the show recap. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Maybe this is my year. I mean, I'm also very shocked that I didn't get into a show called Dog Boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, you host the Bechdel Cast podcast where you guys review. Yeah. Uh, movies and see if they pass the Bechdel test. And one thing I think you'll enjoy about anime is its wonderful and vibrant portrayals of women. (laughs) (laughs) This this episode did pass the Bechdel test, though. That's true. I think this episode... So I've I've seen a lot of Inuyasha, and it's been a long time. But as I recall, Kagome, the the main character girl, does a lot less go-getting. In the future. I think the rest is like a lot of relying on Dog Boy to kill everyone. Yeah. Am I remembering yeah. that correctly? Yeah, Kagome kind of doesn't do shit, but if I... Well, she yells Inuyasha, and it's funny. Yeah, but there are like a lot of ladies like doing magic and bows and stuff. There's a lot of like fantasy... Can we element. talk about how ladies love bows? Yeah, why do women always got to be yeah. archers, huh? What the they fuck They love that? it. I feel like... They can't help themselves. To give the the women a gun in a thing. It's better than like a household object, but I feel like it's like the next step up. Oh my God. (laughs) Is there a train? Where are you recording from? I'm like near where I work (laughs) Um, because 5.30 is a weird time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I just was like, it's not enough time to get home. It's just going to have to be near where I work. Um, <laughs> we're so sorry but, oh no no it's fine I just was like there's just no time this does open a very interesting series of discussions where Kagome goes back in time in Inuyasha and just has a gun for no reason <laughs> yeah. how does that oh. change the show so she does in, get in Inuyasha doesn't she go back and forth later on like she can go back do I remember I vaguely that? remember oh, that the only Tokyo? thing she goes back to Tokyo. I, I don't remember specifically the mechanism with which she's traveling. I'm sure it's some sacred jewel shard bullshit because that's how the rest of the show works. But uh, if I remember correctly, it is a show where they have one bad guy that everyone pursues for like 200 episodes to the point where they're just like daring you to stop watching. They're begging right. you to lose interest. <laughs> oh, I, I kind of like, so wait, the centipede lady come back. I, I was very um, titillated by centipede lady. She had like full naked boobs with no nipples. But no nipples. Yeah, that's right. That's a signature no move of the show. Is that, a, is that, is that repeats? I was about to say, like you couldn't show that to, I mean, I don't know what Japanese TV is like, but I assume people draw the line at nipples. That's just where 
the world draws the line. Don't you wonder like if it got to the editing room floor and then there was like a guy just chain smoking a cigar like, you gotta cut out the nips. What am I looking at? What am I looking at right now? It's pornography. Yeah. Is this show called Dog Boy or Nipple Woman? My God. Get out of here. <laughs> I'm leading the discussion. This is my third podcast today. I'm doing a great job. You are. I'm sorry. I'm already out of steam. I admire your tenacity as a podcaster and content creator, young Alex Patak. Put it on my grave. Put it on my damn grave. <laughs> I remember this show a lot from when I was younger because it was always on Toonami, right? It was always right. on before something else I was trying to watch. And something really interesting about Inuyasha, I feel, compared to other anime is like, anime falls into two main camps. There's boy shows like Dragon Ball Z and like... Uh, Monster you know, Truck. And Bleach. And then there's like girl Bleach is right. a boy show. Bleach was yeah, boys love Bleach. It's for boys. Right. And then there's like girl leaning shows ourselves. <laughs> like uh Sailor Moon or Card Captor Sakura. And I feel like Inuyasha is both of them at once because there's all sorts of like boy yes. anime shit where they yeah. shout moves and shoot lasers and have like knives and stuff. But then there's romance. Right, and they're and, disrespectful to authority for no clear reason. Yeah, and it, right. there was. Like, I mean, I did get some Sailor Moon. I forgot. I I forget that. Like, yeah, I watched Sailor Moon growing up. I guess that 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 does count, doesn't it? It felt so. Yeah, that's a like, great example, actually. Yeah, yeah, it's like a major one. It's a huge one. I don't know why I never think of it as like. I feel like because to me, like Sailor Moon was like everyone watched Sailor Moon. It wasn't just for like the anime kids at school like bleach i think only the anime kids at school watch but sailor moon that's for the people baby that's for everybody well let, let's it's not a play cultural broad brush bleach yeah. wise right it's a great show bleach. well i don't mean i don't i've never seen bleach i don't know i don't know shit about bleach i just know that i didn't know someone outside of that group who watched it where like well, sometimes I, when you're a man who turns a boy who turns into a man you need a sword that turns into a different sword you know what i'm saying <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that's what they give you. Alex, uh, symbol symbolism is possible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it definitely is. And sometimes you get like the weird whip hook penis, and you're like, "This is what I'm like. This is what I'm like. <laughs> this is my bonkai." Yeah. But yeah. That's what Inuyasha has. Is it something for everybody? Some you got a boy, yeah. but you also yeah. got a dog. You got a boy who's a dog, and you got you know what I'm talking about. You like, got a dog. And <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to contribute. But now we're going to talk about Sailor Moon because you opened yourself up and we're watching it on the Patreon feed. Sailor Moon, what are your thoughts, Jamie? I love it. I think that like I understand why it's sometimes like I, I, I understand the tropes it falls into. But that was like my shit. Like you, I could back to back episodes of Sailor Moon and Powerpuff Girls till I died when I was little. Well, hopefully you wouldn't have to. But yeah, that could be something <laughs> you do. But those were that was like that was the pairing for me. That's right. For some people it's like weed and coke. It's for other people it's Powerpuff Girls and Sailor Moon. I like that. It's female uh it, I guess empowerment. Uh it was like Sailor a nineties empowerment. Urban. Yeah. It it was like I feel like the nineties was all about like 
hashtag girl power. Like it was like very empty, but it felt good to think about. Yeah, you sound like Meadow Soprano. <laughs> <They're>, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she, Sailor Moon was often breaking the glass ceiling, which I admire about her, but she also was like being very reluctant to doing it and putting toast in her mouth. And you're like, get that toast out of your mouth. Yeah, how are you going to break the like easily gaslighted by any any male character who like walked into frame would immediately like she'd fall, either fall in love with them or they would like fool her or you know a lot of deception she was but easy like, to fool she was easy to fool because she was she had those chaotic horny that all that chaotic horny energy yes i mean there was a lot of chaotic horny energy in the original sailor moon everyone was falling in love all the time and just you yeah. know wearing fashion um, there's a whole episode about Sailor Jupiter and how she just falls in love with every guy she sees, but they're terrified of her because she's a giant woman that could kick your ass. And then yes. she tries to feminize herself by cooking. Uh, yeah, oh, I remember that one, yeah. <laughs> and then she gets her heart broken in the rain, and you're like, Sailor Jupiter, no one understands you. But then she falls in love with the next guy immediately, and like, I love a giant horny woman. That's like half my friend group. Cooking yeah. <laughs> the refuge of tall women. <laughs> it's True. like who I seek refuge in. I'm like, are you a giant <laughs> horny woman? <laughs> Pick me up. If take so. me away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Something that we have discussed a lot on the uh, bonus episodes going through Sailor Moon Crystal, which isn't quite the same show, but is supposed to be the same show. <laughs> the trope of tuxedo mask does not yeah. hold up in 2020. No. Oh, definitely not. I was talking he is about that. Far too old. Reason. Yes, yes. But for some reason, I mean, I, I have, but it's like when I was little, didn't question it. Yeah. You're just like, yeah, yeah a 14 year old can be in a relationship with a college aged man, and there's nothing weird <laughs> about that. And yeah. I mean, that happened all the time. Yeah. Well, not yeah. like in, well, I guess also probably in real life, but like. Yeah. On TV, you would see you would see that shit constantly, like stuff that like qualifies as statutory rape. Yeah. Also, you're yeah. a child. Who are you to talk back to an adult like Tuxedo Mask? Especially <laughs> such a daunting one. <laughs> He's so confident. Look at his mask. Yeah. You don't know him like me. He brings me flowers. <laughs> He's it's different. A, his real name's Endymion. <laughs> Damn, deep Sailor Moon cuts. Like and subscribe. It is true. I remember in like high school, I had a friend dating like a 21-year-old when she was like 16, and we we're just like, that's fucking weird. So there's no excuse, Sailor Moon. That was the yeah, and in real, like in real life too. Like I mean, Sailor Moon didn't necessarily like she didn't look like a child really. So I feel like people were like, oh, she they they drew her like an adult sort of. So whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's the power of the moon. The moon is heavily involved in that process, and she has higher expectations as a princess of the moon. Well, I always <laughs> think about that too because I feel like anytime, like, I don't know, I think I'm just like so used to watching like TV teenagers that when you see an actual like 14 or 15 year old, you're like, oh my god, like, right, that fucks me up absolutely because yeah. everyone who's a teen on TV is like 27 years old. Yeah, you're like, oh wait, Sometimes teenagers are older I forget. I truly forget that teenagers are That's just how long old. it takes to learn how to act. Yeah. Yeah. I just like, I think I watched too much Riverdale and then you're, you're just like, yeah, teenagers are 45 years old. It's fine. <laughs> of course, yeah. I love a, a, a 45 year old teenager just like working on their taxes, solving murder <laughs> mysteries. 
I was I saw um uh, uh the squid and the whale the Noah Baumbach movie two weeks ago. This will be relevant, I promise. Um, and Jesse Eisenberg, Jesse yeah Jesse Eisenberg is the main character in it, and he's like a plucky boy. And I thought it was from like 2015. And I was like Jesse Eisenberg is in his 30s. How is he paying a 16 year old right now? And then I noticed the movie came out in 2002, and I was like, well, I would have believed it. And isn't that a good point? Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that movie even though that one was probably actually you know kind of close yeah i've had friends that have played i've had like friends that have played teenagers into their 30s you just gotta look smooth it's weird <laughs> like you just you have gotta to be look a smooth. smooth person i think i, I could know. do it you should you probably could, I could do it i have the hair you There's have a lot the hair of, of a young man being able to look 15 <laughs> you yeah. got that youthful energy <laughs> Do you guys want to play PlayStation 2? I've outed myself. I've outed myself. <laughs> Get this man. He's married. <laughs> That's just like they, you go into bars and they quiz you about trivia from 2003. They're like, what's Crash Bandicoot's nemesis? <laughs> Don't answer. <laughs> okay. I think this is around the part where we talk about Inuyasha. Let's do it. Okay. Do it. I'm ready to go. <clears throat> Wahoo Akbar, everybody. It's me, the ghost of Muhammad Atta. I uh, took a bit of a wrong turn in 2001 when I was stealing a plane for my sick brother who needed a plane surgery and accidentally hit the World Trade Center and uh, died and started a bunch of wars. But... In the afterlife, what I've been enjoying is number one weeb podcast, Ballin' Out Super. You should check it out. It is... It's better than however many virgins they keep saying you get up here. Because that's not... It's mostly podcasts. Anyway, so check that out. For $5 a month on Patreon, you get four extra episodes a month. That's one extra episode a week of real weeb content. And, um... I don't know. Just check it out. All right, Muhammad Atta signing off. Boom! Explosion. Inuyasha number one. The title of this episode is The Girl Who Overcame Time, dot, 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 and The Boy Who Was Just Overcome. Lyrics. Lyrical. I was like, that could be a My Chemical Romance album title. Yes, yeah, they could, but they chose not to because they're scared. I do <laughs> love how emo it is, and once again, this is my selling point that this is a boy show and a girl show because boy shows always have two sentence long titles, as we've learned from Dragon Ball. But this is very romantic. Yeah, it has a lot to say. Although one thing I noticed is Inuyasha reads the title of the episode out loud in the beginning, and he did not account for the dot dot dot. He's just like the girl who was overcame and the boy who was overcome, and is like, say it right, Inuyasha. Uh, Inuyasha never takes direction in the booth. I told him to do that three different times, and I'm like, I know that you're union, but don't be lazy. No way, my man can read. Absolutely no chance. <laughs> He is literally a dog boy. Oh, my God. I don't want to <laughs> emphasize that, but he's a boy who's a dog. It's like a Nick Cannon drumline situation. <laughs> he can only jam. Yeah. That's kind of his whole thing. So, All right, let's uh, do it. We open up on feudal Japan. The people scream and run away. 
Inuyasha is uh, attacking is happening. And uh, oh no, we meet Inuyasha and he's terrorizing a village and he grabs a glowing necklace in a house and then he blows the house the fuck up. Should we describe Inuyasha? Is anybody not going to know what Inuyasha looks like? Inuyasha. What does he look like? He's, he's young... got like a like a robe fit. He's got a yeah. red robe. Yeah. He's like got Santa. Long, yeah. <laughs> silver <laughs> gray hair. Uh-huh. He's got silver gray hair like either millennial women try to dye their hair as or uh, the Santa thing like sexy Kurt Russell Santa. Uh, yeah, he's got spooky aunt hair and also claws like Santa. I need to talk about this. Uh, as a child, I had trouble getting into Inuyasha because I was really grossed out by his claw hands. I, what? I have a weird thing where like really long fingernails gross me out. That's so judgmental. People and Inuyasha. <laughs> maybe that's a, maybe that's like a litmus test for like, are you actually a furry or not? Because I feel like you see the ears and you're like, that's cute. I have no that's problem. That's part with of a dog ears. I like. Right. But then when you get to the nitty gritty of like, do you really want to fuck this animal? That's where you, the claws are going to be a, be a deal breaker for many. Well, the That's thing about Inuyasha point. is, except for the claws and ears, <laughs> he is just a boy. He's we like 90% boy. He might have a dog dick under there. He might have a dog dick. That's and this true. is where Does this conversation was going to lead. And yeah. It's the one part you never see under his big Santa robe. And, yeah, for the, he, and for the horny teens watching, which way would they prefer it? Which way? Do you want that, do we know? You want that lipstick dog dick? Sound, sound off in the comments. Are you red lipstick dog wiener in Yasha or uncircumcised wing wing in Yasha? Yeah, third option, <laughs> circumcised in Yasha, respectful of the church. <laughs> so, and that's part of his bad boy flavor because he's a demon. Mm-hmm. That's a good twist. He still finds room for Christ, doesn't yes. he, Katie? I hear Katie having a coughing fit, even though we're not in the same room. Thanks, Alex. <laughs> Wow, uh, Squadcast really picks up every detail. Um, <laughs> so uh, Inuyasha blows up a building and he's running away with the beads in his hand. As he runs away, Kikyo, the local hero, shoots an arrow in his arm, nailing him to a tree. Kikyo is like the cheer captain of feudal Japan. She's very beautiful. <laughs> she wears a, um, a, a, a demon priestess robe. Or like a Shinto priestess robe, like your normal like white and red with like pants or whatever. You but know the look, weebs. Yeah, she's she's just like clearly the top dog. And it's kind of like I got the feeling that was later confirmed that like yeah, she's pinning Inuyasha to a tree, but he kind of loves it. Yeah. Yeah, but oh, wow. This is like yeah, part of yeah. Her... He's a little bark bark about it. Yeah. Oh. oh. This like. Was their usual scenario, but then it turned out the arrow had a spell on it, and he's like, I did not consent to this. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he right. gets tra- what is the sex metaphor for that? I can't think of it. So he gets trapped there, <laughs> and uh, uh, the villagers are like, Kikio, you're hurt. And she's like, yep, I'm dying now. Uh, so I'm going to give my little one-eyed sister this magic bead. Please light me on fire and light this bead on fire so I can send it to the next world. 
right? Because the demons want the bead, and that's why Inuyasha was attacking the village, was for the sacred jewel, which is, of course, just like a cool bead. He's a half-demon, and he wants to go (laughs) full-on demon. (laughs) He wants to go all the way. He just wants to be a dog. And could you blame him yeah. if you were half and half like that? Yeah. If you had the choice of which way to go, the choice is clear. You would be a dog. Yeah, things can get rough when you're in between. You think being dogs between dog and demon is like physical a- agony because your organs are all mismatched? Certainly. It certainly is. And like, when you look at his weird human dog dick, that's evident. Like some like fly situation. He's just... Eris' <laughs> existence is pain. <laughs> <laughs> so, I didn't understand why Kikio was bleeding. Did they cover that? No, or was she, she just, just like, oh, I'm dead? She's just dead. Yeah, so it seems she, like she won. Yeah, but she then won. she was bleeding and she died. Well, I mean, if she's died, that means he killed her. So I feel like that's pretty important. I mean, it's feudal Japan. She could just be like 24. You know what I mean? (laughs) She just expired. Yeah. Yeah. Tuberculosis. I am dead. She says, uh, you know, uh, light me on fire and the bead so I can take it to another world. And then the title card comes up and then we cut to present day. And the music, beep, beep. yeah, the big mu- city sounds. The music gets a uh, very chirpy in '90s, and we go to the shrine where our hero Kagome is talking to her grandpa about the keychains they just bought to sell at the shrine, and he's like, "This is the the Shirakan no Tama, the jewel of four souls, and here's some shitty versions to sell the fucking rubes." Right, and of course he's talking about the same jewel from the from the flashback. I want you all to be impressed that I googled what the jewel was called. I was impressed. I wasn't going to bring it up, but I was impressed you had the <laughs> name ready. I'm like, is that top of mind information? Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, Katie loves Inuyasha. <laughs> I guess, yeah, no. The one advantage of uh, doing this over Skype or whatever is that I, I was able to pause the episode and actually write things down. So, mm-hmm. uh, you're welcome, the fans. Damn, um, we will never capitalize on no. this advancement. Uh, so yeah, he's like, here's some shitty keychains and some shitty X uh, position. Uh, the four, the jewel, of the four souls, and and Kagome is a young precocious girl, and she's like, I don't care about that. I got my school uniform, and I got a braid in my hair, and I'm bored with your old man she's stories. Like, By the way, it's my fucking. 15th birthday. It's my fucking birthday. <laughs> Mi quinceañera. And he's like... I like, I like that whole, like, birthday thing, too, because that, that reminded me a little bit of, like, Sabrina, where you're like, oh, something magic's gonna happen on a teen birthday. I love that. Yeah. Of course. Here's your gift. Yeah. Magic. Or, in mm-hmm. her case, a mummified hand. <laughs> mummif- yeah, he, the old, her grandpa gives her a mummified hand. And she's like, oh, this will be good for my cat to fucking eat, you old piece of shit. Oh, should be more concerned that her grandfather is clearly showing t- signs of Alzheimer's. And she's just like- I just thought it was a bad look for our main character that, like, her first thing is, like, the first time we see her is the old man giving her a gift and her throwing it in the fucking trash. I mean, in her defense, the gift sucks. Uh, it's a horrible gift. It was. I don't know what hey, you would do with this. He clearly just was re-gifting her, which, like, true. Wait till he leaves the room, you know? Like, in front of him, no pause. Is like, oh, this will be good to throw in the trash. 
you're washed up. So uh, Kagome then starts to do a uh, voiceover where she's like, ah, the old ass tree and the old ass well. I've been told about these old ass things my whole life. And it's my 15th birthday. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. I live in the big city, but for some reason have a full yard with a Shinto shrine and well, a tree. Well, that's actually pretty common over there. You went over there, Alex. I did, and it did look like that, but I just can't <laughs> believe it. So, uh, Here I, in Brooklyn. I, wow. I'm, can't I'm believe so it. I'm so fucking annoyed that I just said that to you. I just like... <laughs> um, actually, Alex, in Japan, it's like really. Hey, you know it is uh, like that. God, fucking end my life. <laughs> All right. Uh, yep, you're oh, gonna die. Please. All right. So she le- she's leaving for school, and she notices her brother is trying to feed the cat in the scary well room. What could go wrong? Hey, get out of the scary yeah, well room. Yeah, it's, it's almost, almost my, birthday. my birthday. Uh, guess what? The cat's there. But no one else is there? A fucking centipede woman. Right. This is a little interesting because it's a misdirect because they're like, hey, can you get my cat out of the well? Oh, the cat's next to you. What's in the well? What a useless cat because everyone knows cats and dogs love to eat centipedes. So, like, where the fuck is that cat doing, huh? Didn't even try. Didn't even go for it. So we see the ghost hands. (laughs) come out of the well and they grab Kagome in the well and it's like hello I'm a scary centipede woman please give me the crystal and I'm gonna lick your face because I don't understand boundaries right welcome to the centipede podcast (laughs) you're my special guest being dragged into the well (laughs) that was a really like that that lick I watched it twice I was like I needed to be sure it was that aggressive a lick right and her reaction was like (laughs) I was like that. I've never seen a lick animated that way before. <laughs> that, was, that was so much. Yeah. Kagome's reaction to this entire experience is so strange Very because yeah, she-, she like falls through time, through a time swamp, dragged by a demon, which supposedly she did not know were real. Gets to the bottom and is like, "Huh? Did I hit my head? Oh, I see a d- severed demon arm. Guess I did it. <laughs> All right, back about business." Yeah, she's very just like, wow, like very nonchalant. Anyway, so she escapes the demon by putting up her hand and a beam comes out and she shoots off her arm. And Kagome's like, huh, pretty weird. Uh, That's the power of the word no. (laughs) She uh, then climbs out of the well and she's like, oh, things look different, but my old ass tree is here. Wait a minute. There's a dog boy attached to the tree. Also, there's no buildings anywhere, and I'm in a forest right. and now. her reaction, instead of being like, where am I? How did I get here? Oh, my God, there's a dead dog boy attached to the tree. She's like, let's touch it. Let's pet him. I mean, all right, round robin. Would you pet the dog boy? You know I'm he's asleep. I'm going to say no, because it looks like a corpse. Okay, all right, Jamie. <laughs> yes, of course. If I didn't... If, okay, if, good. If I, I would also pet him. I'm going to pet him. If you feared no consequence, like, which she didn't. He's asleep. He's asleep. Is there any dog more pettable than an asleep one? He's a sleeping dog. She wants it. But it also, there is that sexual undertone of, like, she's like, do I want to touch him? Yes. And then she, like, really commits to touching him. So that... Uh, yeah. But, but I, I mean, I, I, liked, I liked it from the horny angle. I liked it from the you got to pet a dog angle. It works, on, it, it works from every direction. Well... It works from Jamie, every direction. Jamie, if you like the horny energy, I would like to let you know that in the next episode, they introduced this thing where because Kagome saved his life, 
there's some sort of like mm-hmm. demon magic that happens where he is now indentured to her and she could pick a magic word to make him stop his actions and cease everything and the magic word she picks is down boy oh i mean oh. well that's dog energy right that's good yeah. bow wow talk about puppy play so anyway yeah she comes out of the well she touches the dog boy she's like and then all of a sudden all these villagers are behind her and they're like what the fuck witch what the fuck what is that what what the fuck so they tie her up and uh they're like who are you are you a demon where did you come from you know reasonable questions for a time traveler well how do you have a school uniform what is a school uh and then the old lady who was she's like the village elder and she emerges and she has one like now wait a second i've seen this before yeah she throws salt in her and she's like, demon be gone. And she's like, what are you guys talking about? It's me, Kagome. It's my 15th birthday. And they're like, I think she might be too stupid to be a demon or a spy. <laughs> if she's 15, how come she isn't middle-aged? Right. Uh, wait, guys. Uh, I just plugged my computer in somewhere, but that means I need to go buy a coffee. Can I have, like, one minute? Yes. I'm sorry. Absolutely, okay, Jamie. Now I, now I, All right, go I've, get that I've coffee. Just bought- so much time but yes i'm gonna go get coffee i'll be right back Katie, continue. Right, okay, so uh, the old lady recognizes that this girl's not a threat and just a dumbass, so she takes her home and feeds her stew in which Kagome reacts by saying wow, real food, which raises so many questions. <laughs> like, what was she eating at her grandpa's house? Right. I mean, other what was she hands? eating at her grandpa's house? Yeah, I don't know. Let's um, out. Here at grandpa's house, you only eat Nickelodeon slime. <laughs> and I'm your grandpa, Nick Cannon. <laughs> when Nick Cannon has kids, that's for sure what he'll do. <laughs> that will enter every holiday. <laughs> eat it. Eat the slime. That's what I ate growing up, and it was good enough for well, me. Well, he won't be having kids with Mariah Carey, so he's dead to me. <laughs> So, uh, uh, the old lady then thinks back and she goes, ah, 50 years have passed. I was the little girl with the eye patch and now I'm the old lady and Inuyasha's been nailed to that tree that whole time. What a, what a life I've lived. <laughs> and while she, I'm the oldest woman who's and, ever lived at the age of 60. And while like, she is mid reminiscing, oh no, centipede attack. Da-na. The same one yeah. from before, but now... Because it's touched the the sacred crystal through Kagome, it's a full juicy centipede as opposed to like a skeleton centipede like it was in the well. She has a horse in her mouth. Let me describe how big this centipede is. Um, You're imagining like as big as a snake. Um, Now picture like a tree. Now picture like maybe two trees stacked on top of each other. That's around the length of the centipede. And just at the tippity top, there's a booby lady there. She's got six arms. But no nipples, and I cannot emphasize that enough. And only yeah, two she boobs. Has two boobs, six arms, and <laughs> just a beautiful head of hair. Girl, what is your secret? Right. What uh, is her secret? Also, horses. great boobs for the abomination yeah. woman. <laughs> Top shelf titties on that uh, bug lady. And the and the and the angles they were doing on the titties too. It was like, oh wow. There's being yeah. a lot. There's like a lot of care. And and like in limited animation, they didn't need to do as much as they did. <laughs> no, those cost twenty thousand dollars. 
She paid for them. She's gonna show them off. That's Absolutely. True. Who would? She wants this kid to see every angle of her nippleless titties. And that's why she wants the uh, sacred crystal to pay she her wants titties the sacred off. Sacred crystal to get nipped. <laughs> she wants the yeah. full nip. Oh, so she announces she wants the sacred crystal. So uh, Kagomi's like, "I'll lure her away," but uh, and she, so she chases her. Right. You are probably wondering how did she announce it? Well, she's a centipede woman. She just yelled out loud, "I'd like the sacred crystal." Yes. <laughs> and we love that for her. <laughs> there's no there's no point where you're like, "What does yeah, no. she want?" Her, I would, I would, Why are you eating a horse? There's like her. a very there's a very roundabout um deep 90s feminist argument to be made for her like I love when a woman knows exactly what she wants. She will not <laughs> compromise. <You're> like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. I'm like 2020, let's all be the centipede woman in our dreams. <laughs> I'm leaning in to eat the crystal shot. <laughs> the village people have noticed that Inuyasha has awakened, and he's like, I smell blood of the woman who killed me. And I'm right. like, horny. Okay. Uh, right, because he can smell any woman. That's yeah. his superpower. And he sees Kagome, and she looks like Kikyo, so he's like, you look dumb as shit, Kikyo. You can't even kill a centipede woman. And she's like, I'm not Kikyo. Okay? That's your last girlfriend. Right. And he's like, what are your robes? And she's like, it's from school? And he's like, what is school? And so that's a fun callback. I mean, I, I love that he's just like calling her incompetent, but she's like, but there's a, this is a case of mistaken identity at heart. <laughs> You're like, okay, but he is insulting you. Right. But also he has so many good sides you don't see when the cameras are off. <laughs> he's like so funny. We go to Hot Topic. Yeah. He's and- not like other dog boys. <laughs> um, yeah, but he is still pinned to this tree. So even though... It is inauspicious that he is awake. Still safe. Still safe from the demon boy Inuyasha. So the bug lady goes to bite off her head. And uh, that's when a beam shoots out her hand. And she's like, wonder what that's about. And she has the crystal glow in her chest. And uh, it gets ripped out of her somehow. Well, the big centipede lady takes a chomp. (laughs) She takes a big chomp out of the side. As if to say, just wondering how it tastes. And then she's like, oh, no, my sh- my crystal. Right. <laughs> so they, that every girl has yeah, inside of them. Oh, yeah. No, that's a, I, ho- I hope that that's what some boys left watching that show for the first time thinking. You see, girls, virginity is a crystal. And you want to keep it in. Or else the centipede lady, she's going to bite it out. So uh, the centipede lady licks up the jewel while Kagome is trapped against the tree, pushed against Inuyasha because she's wrapped around the tree so many times. Right, because again, and I can't emphasize enough, big centipede yeah. woman. And the, like the mostly centipede, the, like the so much centipede. The jewel is real uh, visceral. It's real slimy. Yeah, the centipede's tongue, unlike a real centipede, is like a long frog tongue. And so... <laughs> And so she's always licking stuff. She licks Kagome. She licks the jewel. As if just to say, this is my first episode of Inuyasha, and I'm going to make my mark. And then she grows her arms back that have been chopped off. She turns black, and she's all nasty. And uh, Inuyasha's like, do you want to live? (laughs) 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 Take this arrow out. And Kagome rips the arrow out of him going, I choose to live! And I'm like, yeah, this rules. (laughs) Choose, choose life. life. 
pick the bad boyfriend. Choose life. Just like that voiceover was so like it was the most expository thing. Like it couldn't have been more. She's like, well, as someone just said, this is an option. Well, in whilst in you, Yasha said this is an option. I guess I will choose this. You're like, woo, we saw it. We know. <laughs> we were there. We were right. watching. No Just room for confusion again. Right. <laughs> so she chooses to live and she pulls out the arrow and uh, the eye patch lays like my sister's spell has vanished. And then Inuyasha gets to it and he blasts the fuck out of the bug lady and he screams soul spear or some shit and he slices her hawk dog style soul up of... and down. Dude, he has so many cool... Yeah, he slices her hot dog style up and down, puts a mustard in that, put just a mustard in your centipede lady. Um, He has so many cool names for things. Does he? <laughs> I don't remember all his attacks. As a boy, it really resonates with me because I like it when there are names oh, for things. Oh, yeah. You need, you need that <laughs> Like, I remember his... When he gets Tetsaiga, which is his big sword and it's made out of a wolf tooth, um, he his big move is Wind Scar, which is like, what? That sounds kick-ass, man. Great. Great <laughs> for, you. for you. You yeah. can hang out in a Yasha. I don't think you're like Santa at all. I don't get yeah, where everybody's everyone saying that. Saying you're, Santa, like... you're not like Santa. You're, to you're cool. You're young and cool. <laughs> and then, yeah, he slices her <laughs> hot dog style, and then the old lady's like, we need to pull the jewel out of her corpse so she'll never die. And uh, so they find it, in a glowing piece of bug meat, and she turns into a skeleton. And uh, that was fun. I like watching <laughs> her turn to dust. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little magical. Were you too surprised at all at how easily he cut her up? Because yeah, I looked, thought she looked thick. Right. If she has the crystal, then she's supposed to be scary now. Yeah, she shouldn't have been defeated quite that easily. But I guess they were running out of minutes. Yeah, they already spent all the rest of the time on you know mummified hand <laughs> exposition. Gotta get those. Yeah, uh, her titties were taking up too many of the minutes. And they do run out of time because the way this ends, I mean, we're going to get to it in a second. Yeah, where they're like, uh, all right, Kagome, the jewel belongs to you. And Inuyasha is like, what is a human going to do with that? I'm a demon. Also, I'm a bad guy. And she's like, what? And then the episode abruptly ends when clearly there's like more shit that needs to happen. I do crime. Yeah. I'm more dog he than boy. Is like, He's not the hero. And I'm like, yeah, girl. Every man's a bad man, all right? If you ended a big industry pitch meeting with your episode being like, and then he's a bad guy, they would laugh you out of the room. <laughs> They'd say, you don't know your Dan Harmon story circles. Do it again. <laughs> Rework dog boy. Do it again. Uh, so I loved it because it's, um, it's anti-establishment and yeah. it's cool. And Inuyasha is for yeah. boys and girls. I just I, I like um I like that at the end it's just very clear that they're setting you up for a series of like now she's gonna go fix him. Like that's <laughs> what they're setting <laughs> Obviously. I mean they didn't even feel like they needed to explain it to you. They were just like, Clearly this is a broken man. Yep. We have a young woman here. He that's has potential show. to be good. Well, we know what she's going to do. She's going to fix him, of course. <laughs> he doesn't need to drink every night. We'll just start with every other night, and we can yeah. go from there. I see. I see the the legendary crystal inside the, the rough. It's actually a perfect metaphor. Oh, yeah. One to one. Well, I at least once last year was drunk enough to rewatch the first two episodes of the show and then lose interest because that is what Netflix had tracked my progress so <laughs> far. So if you're wondering how long this keeps your attention for before it becomes like a long, aimless 
Shonen. It's two <laughs> episodes. Uh, let's rate and yeah. review, shall we? Okay, I'm Jeremy again. Hello, I'm Jeremy. Look at me in my big pants. I love trains. <laughs> Out of seven Dragon Balls, how much did you like the show? Starting with um, Katie. One to seven Dragon Balls. I thought Inuyasha. it was pretty good. Um, you know, it was fun to go back and visit this show. I haven't watched it in a while. Uh, I don't like how it ended, and this has never been my favorite anime, so I'm going to give it five out of seven. Like, I think it's really solid. I, I, I just, uh, you know, it wasn't balls, but it was pretty good. Oh, I just said balls. What the fuck? You are, you are on normie internet presence today. I don't know what it is. I think it's fun. It's going to make our show more successful, which is good. Okay, Jamie, out of one to seven Dragon Balls, how much did you Ooh. like Inuyasha? Oh, I think I liked it like uh, like a solid four Dragon Balls. Four, four Wonderful answer. <laughs> yeah. I cannot approve of that answer enough. Yeah. Uh, I'm I also going to give it four. I'm going to give it yeah. four. Uh, the positive elements, dog, demons, um, very easy to follow. <laughs> <laughs> and then otherwise seems like i don't know there's not that much going on and that's going to cost it three but um i love really that his ears like are a dog's ears my god there I, I love the shot of the titties and i love when she touches the dog ears i love when she's mean to her grandpa i love that they're casting the widest possible net to try to be like anyone can watch this who's that will mcavoy from the newsroom this is a show for everyone <laughs> Uh, Jamie actually raises an excellent point. I think Teenage Alex has to bump this up to five stars for the sheer number of titties in it in a thing that is readily available. That's true. There is titties in this. So five Dragon Balls for me. I changed my number. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that's been the show. Luckily, no one got a wish because no seven Dragon Balls. And um, we're all better off for it. Let's do yeah. some goddamn plugs. Plug. Follow Jamie on Twitter. Her Twitter is very good. <laughs> Balling out super approved. Yes. And uh, the Mensa podcast is fucking crazy. You guys have to listen to that. You can find me. Sorry, I'm having a delay now. So sorry if I sound sarcastic. I meant it for sure. Uh, you <laughs> These pauses find... seem full of shade. I know. I am <laughs> taking a social media break, but you can request to follow me and I'll see if I like you. Uh, at Katie Rose <laughs> on Twitter or at Olo Katie Rose on Instagram. Um, I'm working on a new project soon, so it is worth checking back in with me about that. Uh, Alex. Katie Project. Ooh. Follow me on Twitter at Patak Jokes. Um, if you are in New York City tonight, Tuesday, one fourteen, come to the Secret Loft where we are doing a live debate watch with Pod Damn America. It's me, it's Jake Flores, it's Kath Barbadoro. We're all getting drunk at the Secret Loft. I also have another show there Thursday, Paid Protest. It's a fundraiser for Democratic Socialists of America anti-war with a hot, hot lineup. Josh Gondelman, who's been on this podcast, he's on Woo! it. So come watch that. And then, yeah, I'll post everything else on the Twitter. Why don't I? Why yeah. don't I? Why don't you? Why don't I? If you want to read my script, I wrote a what we do in the shadows. All right. That's, that's literally everything I've done ever in my <laughs> life. I'll never speak of it again. Good job, Alex. Um, good job, everyone. Hold good on. Job. Quick round of applause all around. Woo! We did it. Yeah! Woo! All right, yeah, that's yeah. 2020, everyone. 2020, uh, bitch. Stay safe, and uh, that's it for this week. Join us next week. Super! Super!
2020. Weird. It's weird a whole new year it. super. It's weird screaming super by myself. <laughs>